From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, September 19th. The film crew of Horizon, an American saga, were honored over the weekend in Moab by representatives from several Native American tribes. The film series is being shot near Moab and other towns across southeastern Utah. It aims to tell a more truthful story of the clash between settlers and indigenous peoples in the 19th century. As part of the Saturday presentation, the Ute Mountain Ute Tribe Color Guard and several hoop dancers performed in a conference room at the Element Hotel. The crowd included the film's production crew, Moab elected officials, and the vice president of the Navajo Nation. Horizon is a personal project written and directed by Kevin Costner. Various tribal representatives presented Costner and members of his film crew with gifts, including blankets, moccasins, and an antique rifle. This has affected me greatly that you would all be here, that we would all get blankets. Costner told the crowd that the cultural conflict at the heart of Horizon is something he has thought about his whole life. I wanted to tell the story of the clash of cultures because that's what happened. It has never been a good ending, and I could never get that out of my mind. I knew I'm not the person to rewrite history or invent it, set it straight. But I wanted to tell a story of when cultures meet, and I cannot get it out of my head, and that's why there's not one, there's four. For movies, that is. Horizon will be a film series. The project took advantage of a new film incentive package passed by state lawmakers earlier this year. It offers new benefits to shooting in rural Utah. The Utah Film Commission estimates the project will in turn funnel around $50 million to this region. Moab Mayor Joette Langanese thanked Costner for the economic impact of the film series. She then presented him with a symbolic key to the city. Anyway, it's been it's been great. It's been it's been a wonderful, wonderful experience. Mary Langanese after the presentation. She was also gifted a blanket during the Saturday event. It was so unexpected, and to be a part of all this just means the world to me. I, it's kind of like one of my top five experiences that I've ever had in my life. So I feel very honored and very humbled to be a part of this extraordinary event for Mr. Costner and really most importantly for me is to the Native American population in our state and in our area. I mean, this is their land. We can never forget that. You know, one of the things that I can say about this particular movie is after reading the script and working with what Kevin is bringing, he's bringing a highlighted performance of a tribe that went through much more trauma than we can imagine. David Bearshield is the senior development director for Native Affairs on the Horizon Project. In his opinion, the films will portray a different story than other Westerns have in the past. One of the great things about this particular saga is that it tells the truth of what's happened. And when it comes to see the, to its exploration when it's released next year, America is going to be amazed at the new Kevin Costner. We're calling it Dances with Wolves Overloaded. The first film in the Horizon series is currently in production in the Moab area. And big thanks to KZMU freelancer Anthony Militano, who contributed to this report.
A new data set from the U.S. Census Bureau sheds light on how the country changed during the pandemic. The Mountain West News Bureau's Will Walkie reports on big shifts in health and housing in our region. Most states in the Mountain West have higher than average rates of people without health insurance, but those percentages often went down significantly during the pandemic, especially in Idaho and Utah. Sharon Stern with the U.S. Census Bureau said in a recent webinar that federal COVID-19 policies that kept more people on Medicaid are a major reason for that. The increase in the percentage of people covered by any type of health insurance was driven by a change in public coverage. Both Nevada and Wyoming still have an uninsured population of more than 11%, the highest in the region. The new data set, called the American Community Survey, also found that the number of people working from home in the U.S. tripled in the past two years. Rent prices grew and vacancy rates dropped in every state in the region. Nationally, more than half of Americans are reportedly spending more than 30% of their income on their rent, a key indicator for housing insecurity. For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Will Walkie. The Southern Ute Fair recently marked its 100th anniversary over two weekends in Ignacio, Colorado. For Rocky Mountain Community Radio, Clark Adamitis took in the art and music. Wandering around the Southern Ute Tribal Campus, I see beaded jewelry, tall wooden sculptures, and intricate pottery. I was looking for the jalapeno eating contest, which I never found. But in the corner of the art market and juried fair, I meet Rob Villardi from the Hickory Apache Nation. Rob makes pop art indigenous style. Uh, iconic images like aliens, Batman, Superman, the new predator, prey, dinosaurs, cars, and we add tribal designs to it. Each of the characters from pop culture is indigenously adorned with colorful geometric patterns. You see the Star Wars uh, figurine here is a stormtrooper. He's my PR man. A few blocks away, there's a powwow in full swing at the Sky Ute Fairgrounds. Hundreds of participants dance in the round from the rhythm of a drum group. I see colorful traditional jingling dresses adorned with long feathers. Bart Powaki from the Nez Perce tribe was emceeing the powwow. Thirteen drum groups from all over the country are here. Uh, one from Alberta, Canada has made it over here. We have groups from North Dakota that is here, and it's a long ways away, then all the way down south from Oklahoma. There's people that drove over 18 hours to get here. The Southern Ute Fair has changed since it started 100 years ago. There was a time where rodeo events were a main focus, and the powwow has only been part of the fair for the past 60 years. But it's a tradition to host the fair in the fall. As we're getting ready to go into winter, you always need something to kind of look forward to. Marvin Pinnacus is the Southern Ute Culture Department Events Coordinator. Part of it is expectation. People look forward to having something in September, being based in agriculture, and then it's kind of a way to celebrate the harvest. One musical genre that attendees definitely weren't hearing 100 years ago was indigenous heavy metal. At this concert, people in black t-shirts and black leather boots stomped around to an all-indigenous lineup with five metal bands. I had a chance to catch up with the band Alliance before their 30-minute set. So we came all the way from the St. Carlos Apache Res, uh, roughly like seven hours away from here. Scotty Nolene, lead vocalist, and Isaiah Patterson, lead guitarist, say that Alliance plays on bills with indigenous bands on a regular basis. And that's pretty awesome because, you know, you get to meet other natives and 
sometimes they'll talk to you about their cultures and everything and you know we just kind of trade information about that kind of like at the beginning of our stages of like back say 2018 when we first started breaking into the arizona scene we had nobody to really turn to Robert Ortiz, host of Resolution Radio Hour on KSUT Tribal Radio, has put on this event for 12 years now. His goal is to inspire young people to be creative and stay away from the influence of drugs and alcohol. And maybe be inspired after they see you perform and say, hey, if these guys can do it, why can't I? For KSUT and KSJD, I'm Clark Adamitis. Thank you, guys. That story from KSUT and KSJD was shared with us via Rocky Mountain Community Radio, a network of public media stations in Colorado, Wyoming, Utah, and New Mexico, including KZMU. The Grand County Commission will meet on Tuesday. Maggie McGuire of the Moab Sun News gives us a preview of the commission's agenda. At the upcoming Grand County Commission meeting, with funding from the transient room tax expected to come in lower than projected, the Commission will consider shifting funds around to meet existing budget obligations. The County may also vote on changes to special event permitting, including the creation of a new special events coordinator position. Other agenda items include a public hearing on a pilot program that aims to allow RV parks, tiny home communities, and other alternative dwellings to ease the housing crisis for local workers. This agenda preview is from our partners at the Moab Sun News. Grand County Commission meetings are held on the first and third Tuesday of every month at 4 p.m. and streamed online on the Grand County, Utah YouTube page. And that's the KZMU News for Monday, September 19th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.